Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah J. Meeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word, share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. Good day there and welcome to today's podcast. It is the 23rd of December. I can't believe that we are nearly at Christmas. Literally, the countdown is on and it's such a pleasure to be spending almost our last week together of this year and what an amazing person I have to share this endy kind of end of year podcast with. So this beautiful lady is on a mission to educate, empower and equip the next generation, the future of Australia and the world. Uh, really, she's thought, which is beautiful. Her favorite thing to do on the weekend is read, cook and go to the beach in summer. And uh, we met each other oh, about a year and a half ago now. And it's been such an honor to see this beautiful lady's story unfold um, and, and be part of it. Um, welcome to the podcast show, Emily Mackey from Speak About Speech pathology. <laughs> Hi SJ, thank you for having me. I said your name right. I'm like, oh my gosh, whatever I do, don't mess up this name because the speech pathologist will be into me. Oh, <laughs> uh, all okay. You said it really, really well. It is a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> I just say speak about. That's the easiest way. <laughs> easiest way to know. <laughs> speak about. So God has taken you on such an amazing journey. Um and I, I really want the reason why I've got Emily on the show and on video, wherever you're watching, is because of the amazing story that God's kind of developing in uh, in Emily's life and in her businesses and how it's just all unfolding. But just quickly give us an overall. So where you're from and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. So I am from Sydney out west. Um, I live around Penrith area, but my business is in the Hawkesbury. And I've been a speech therapist now for almost 11 years, which is crazy, absolutely crazy. And I just work with children pretty much. So any any children that have any sort of issues in their development, um, we work with them from babies pretty much all the way up to late teens. So that's that's essentially what I do. But now, as you'll hear in my story, I do a bit more business. <laughs> but it's all related and it's all um about helping kids really yeah yeah I think are we around the same age as well I uh I guess so I'm all yeah. oh, it's my birthday on Saturday which Woo! will be yeah in the when you do the podcast it will be late but I'll be 32 yeah 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 that's cool yeah uh, how old am I <laughs> that's I think I like that doesn't it? I think I'm either 32 or 33 Nate always reminds me of what age I am. I kind of got past the age of 28 and stopped counting. I'm just like, yep. okay, I'm at my age now where I like to be. <laughs> I can completely agree. I was thinking in my, and I only know my age because I'm like, it's my birthday on Saturday. And everyone's like, how old are you? Like, let me think about it. But it's nice um, to kind of just be at a similar age and kind of be sharing this journey together. Yeah. Um, I find it like when we met the first time, I was like, ah, oh, she's a girl after my own heart. I mean, we <laughs> run completely different businesses, but um, it's just really inspiring to be around people your own age. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in, in the time of life, like you'll mention a few things about where you are at in life now. Uh, but we're just going through the similar things of age and marriage and it's just fun. So yeah, yeah. no, it's yeah. exactly right. You do need people who are your same age and who can understand where you're coming from in life and yeah, relate to you. So it's yeah. important. It's good. It's good. Yeah. So can you tell us not in a nutshell, <laughs> <laughs> your story and what God's been doing and just the incredible journey that he's taking you on? 
in your business. Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, get ready for a bit of a roller coaster. <laughs> A bit of back and forth. I might jump. Hopefully I can get it as logical as possible, but we'll see. We'll jump here, there and everywhere and see how we go. Um, But basically I would say that really my story is one that just shows really practically the reality of God. Like it just, every situation is just like, that's a God situation. That's just a reality. So I would pretty much say that Speak About was 100% brought about by God and it was just me simply going, okay, yes, getting over my overwhelm and then saying, (laughs) all right, yes, I can do this. Um, But it's really, really like that has kind of brought me through the last almost six, seven years of business because I know that whenever things get a bit tough or tricky, that God brought about the business a hundred percent. And so it's always me looking and going, okay, what's happening through his eyes. But basically I had been working as a speech therapist, like just with different companies and employees for about five, four or five years. And I was in a a job that I loved at working at a hospital and it was a temporary position because it was a maternity leave position. So they basically said to me, in the next coming year, we've got three days of work for you. Um, You can stay with us. And then obviously I was thinking I need to find work for two other days. So I just, you know, applied for jobs and went for interviews. And I went to one interview and the boss said to me pretty much straight up, I walked in and she said, why are you applying for this job? You have more than enough experience to open your own business. And I just kind of said, oh, no, I don't. You know, I've never done that. <laughs> business is not on my mind. Um, you know, I'm here, to apl- I'm here for the interview with you, for your job. Yeah, yeah. And she just basically turned around and she said to me, I've never done this before and I'm shooting myself in the foot by doing this, but I will hire you and mentor you in business so you can go out on your own or you can open a franchise for me. Whoa. And then basically the interview turned into a counseling session for one and a half hours of her encouraging me to start my own business. I was was like a mess when I came out of the interview. I was completely overwhelmed and I was just like, what is happening? What, What is happening? I went in for an interview for the job and she managed to counsel me into starting my own business. And I remember I was... Was she a Christian? Nope. No. Nope. Nothing. Nope. And I, I remember I came out of the interview and I was so overwhelmed and I just, um, I just remember saying to God, like o- over the next couple of days and things as I was processing, that if this is what you want me to do, you've got to do it for me and you've got to show me. And so I just kind of like said that and I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep going on my, my way. And, and you know, you know she offered me the job and I said, I'd think about it. And so then the next week I went back to my um, position at the hospital and I was sitting at my desk and I got a phone call um, directly to my line. So that's unusual in itself because normally it gets transferred through the, the hospital. And it was a lady from a local preschool that I had been working with for the last couple of years. And she said to me, I heard you were opening your own business. <laughs> and if you do, we have a room and a reception for you. We would love for you to come and take the space and we'll give you the rent really cheap. And it's all furnished and we love to give you children to work with. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I was totally, like, blown away. I, I said to her, how did you know that I had even thought about opening my own business? And she said, oh, just on the grapevine. And until this day, I still have no idea oh, how good. that she found out. God. And I just say that's a total God moment. <laughs> that's yeah. a total God moment. And up until that moment, all I told was my parents. So I'm like, <laughs> they're not going to be going around telling preschools. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Um, right. I'm still, still hesitant about it. Yeah, of course. Still like, okay, yeah. God, um, you know, still you've got to make me, got to make the way for me. Like, this is amazing, but yeah. Anyway, so then over that next week or say two weeks, I had colleague after colleague, people who I'd never even spoken to before in the hospital, people who had never even um, had anything to do with me, stop by my door and say, I heard you were opening your own business. (laughs) (laughs) And basically they said, if you do, we think it's great and we would love to refer children to see you. 
And it just kept happening day after day after day after day. Talk about People, Oh, yeah. <laughs> total. It's just, it's just God. Total, um, like people who weren't even in my profession, they were psychologists, counselors, nurses, doctors, wow. admin, like just everybody. And I kind of was like, okay, God, okay, okay. I get it. You want me to open the business? You want me to do that? <laughs> and so I, I basically, I took the job with a lady who said that she would mentor me and I still kept working um, three days a week at the hospital. Yeah. And because in her job, um, she said to me, like, I'll help you with the business side. And she said that um, she would pay me when I was seeing clients, like when I was seeing children. So if yeah. I wasn't seeing a child, I could set up my own business if I wanted to in, in that time. In the time, yeah. So basically I thought, okay, I think the first step is to get an ABM. Like I had no idea what I was doing. And so I pretty much registered for an ABM and then um, got a name, registered for that. And the day after I registered, I had a client, a, a mum, call me to book her child in for speech therapy. <laughs> I had not, all I'd done was register an ABN. I had not done any marketing, nothing strategic. I didn't even know what marketing was at that time. <laughs> I had not done anything. And so she booked in. And so I had bookings from a month before I opened my, on my first day of business. And I had clients calling me, calling me. And basically I just landed on my feet because I got the phone call and I was like, oh, okay, I better book you in. How do I book you in? What's the system? What's my number? Yeah, What's my email address? <laughs> but basically God was so faithful and has basically provided from even before I actually had the thought of opening a business. Yeah. And basically from that first day that I opened, I have always had client a children coming in I've never had a single day in business where I have not had income coming into the business and that is mind-blowing in yeah, itself it's um incredible. that's just so God and that's his nature like he's so providing and so faithful but also like it's a real testimony like even when I think about it personally that first child that booked in um six six years ago they still come now today um, for therapy and to get help. And I mean, that's, that's the nature of my work. Um, a lot of children need help through their life. But every time I think of that, I think God has always provided for me, even that child and that family is still with us. And they were my first ever client that I saw in business and they're still there and they're still here. That's so amazing. It's just amazing. Even so just in that, I, I guess, God always knew my heart. He knew that I would love business, but I just didn't know it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and he always knew that he always, I just kind of was like, I'll surrender and I'll do what you want. You've just got to make it happen. And God did. And, and it's basically been seven years and it's been a wild, wild journey. <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And there's been so many learnings, so many ups and downs, but when I, when I opened the business, I started in it two days a week or one day, two days. And I still was working three days at the hospital. Basically, um, after the first six months, I was like, I need to go full time in this. There's, there's no way that I can keep working two, two jobs. Oh, I was doing three jobs at the time, actually. So I, I finished up the two other jobs, went full time into business after six months. And then Basically, in that um, first six months, the preschool had said to me, oh, we will charge you rent. And they never collected on that rent. So I would put money aside every week to pay them rent. And I would say to them, please give me your bank details. Please let me know, you know, how you want the rent paid. And they'd say, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, after the first six months, they never collected so I basically, and they just, at the end of the, of me using their, their place, they just said to me, oh, don't worry about it. Oh my gosh. So I basically, you say so. I, I, I like, I wouldn't say I profited in the first six months, but I didn't have any financial stress in that first six months of the business. 
And I came out with this great amount of savings because I'd been just putting it aside in an account to pay rent. Yeah. So God basically provided that rent free. And I think because he knew, he knew that I needed things to be easy (laughs) at the start (laughs) to know that it was him, but also just so I could feel, you know, comfortable and I wouldn't be stressed (laughs) what was happening because, you know, you're setting up a business. Yeah. So at the end of that six months, they said to me, oh, you know, we, we would really like to use your space for, to expand our preschool. Would you be all right to move? Considering I was paying no rent, I was like, that's totally fine. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to dictate to you. So I, um, I went just, I, I, they only gave me two weeks notice. So it was very quick. And I was thinking, oh, what am I going to do? I quickly went on to Gumtree and I found um, a room for rent, one suburb over in Richmond. And I contacted the people and said, can I come out and have a look? I went out that afternoon and as I met them, they said, oh, we're really sorry. The room that you applied for, we've just rented out to somebody else. And I was like, oh, that's, that's okay. That's fine. Um, they said, look, just have a look through the building and we'll just chat to you about your business. And then, sorry, we don't think we can really help you. So we did that and then I left there and I thought, oh, you know, God, what am I going to do? Like I have to look for more space, more rooms. Um, About two hours later, they called me and they said, we love what you're doing. We want to build you an office. We want to build you a clinic. And I said, oh, okay. All right. If you would love to do that, I would love to be a part of your, like, you know, your premises. They had a few other professionals there. And they said, what do you need? And I said, oh, you know, I need soundproofing, which is um, not cheap. You know, I want, I need natural light for the children. And I labeled a few things and they said, done. And they built me a room, a clinic room. They did not charge me a cent for it. They did not charge me anything. And I moved in there and they provided everything for me. And the rent was so cheap. Oh my gosh. So cheap. So again, another just display of God and and what he, and he's just provision. And so that was, I I had one room and there was other professionals in there, which was really nice because I didn't feel isolated when you start a business. If you, you move from like a massive hospital setting where you've got so many people to talk to, to being by yourself. And I think God knew that. And so he put me in a, in a um, building with lots of different people in their own businesses. Yeah. So basically I worked out of one room in that place. And I'd say by the time I was, I hit 12 months, I was like, okay, I I think I need an admin to help me out. (laughs) And so I, th- I feel like God led me in my, in my thinking and my thoughts. Like I would kind of pray and say, I hope I'm doing the right thing, God. And he would guide me. And there was a receptionist, like there was one business that had the reception out the front. And I just had the thought, oh, it'd be great if that could be my reception. A week later, that, that um, business moved out of the building and the reception became available. And oh they gave God. me the reception rent-free once oh again. <laughs> So I just hired an admin, which, which was a big step to hire the first yeah, person, person. In, your, in, in your business. And God knew that again. So I needed encouragement. So it was like, we're not going to increase your rent. So it, it was a, a safe deal for me to employ yeah. her. And then basically that building had six or seven rooms over the next what of three, four years, every time that I thought, oh, I need to expand, I need to hire somebody, a business would move out and the room would become available like exactly within the time that I needed it. So I wasn't paying rent. I wasn't worried about losing the space. I wasn't ever worried about, oh, someone else is going to move in there. And eventually I took over that whole building and that was my (laughs) clinic. That was my clinic. We had the whole premises, which was, um, yeah, seven rooms, and huge. <laughs> and basically my rent only increased as I took on each room. Each room. So, so I it never, was like, as you expanded, you yes. could afford to keep. Yeah. Because <laughs> you brought on a new speechy or. Yeah. Hair. So I was never at a huge like loss because every time um, I got a room, I had someone to put it in there straight away to start bringing money into the business. So that in itself, another, another miracle, another total God moment. 
Um, but then going back then, I guess, to when I first hired my admin, I then hired my first speech therapist after mm. that. And I kind of was still walking around in the dark with business. <laughs> I'm a speech therapist. For anyone who does a health degree, you're not trained in business. You're not trained in finances. You're trained in helping people you know, yeah. what, in, in what you do. So I um, went, I got invited to a local BNI event, so a business networking event. And I really didn't want to go. I really was like, I'd had a really long day at work. I thought, oh, it's going to be a room full of men. It's just going to be a room full of people who know business. I have no idea what I'm doing in business. But I, I remember my receptionist, she encouraged me and she said, I think you should just go, just go. Um, you never know what will happen. And so I, I thought, oh, I remember like just kind of muttering a prayer to God after a really long day saying, I really don't want to go to this, but if I go, you've just got to look out for me because I'm stepping into this. I don't know yeah, what I'm stepping into and I'm really out of my comfort zone. Anyway, so I went and it was there at that first meeting. I spoke to maybe like three people and one of the people that I spoke to ended up being my first business coach. Oh. So at that time as well, like, um, I guess I needed a mentor in business. I needed someone to show me what to do. Yeah. I didn't know that's what I needed, but that's yeah. what I needed. That's what you needed. And we basically had a, a little conversation. It wasn't, it was like maybe five minutes and this was on a Tuesday night. And after that, he said to me, look, would you like to, um, come to my conference this weekend and, and check out if you would like to learn about business. And I said, Oh yeah, maybe, you know, and then he said, okay, so it's Tuesday. I need you to get on a plane on Friday and, and fly up to Brisbane for the conference for the whole weekend. And I thought, I can't do that. I, I can't get on a plane on Friday. It's Tuesday. I need to plan these things. Anyway, I was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I, um, I spoke to my mum and she said, Oh, I think you should go. You've got nothing to lose. Oh, good and I would, mom. I would say my parents have been very helpful, um, in encouraging me into in stepping out in business. But, so I, I went basically up to Brisbane, went to that conference and absolutely loved it. Like just, it, it blew my mind. It, it just blew my mind about business and about, I think I just loved learning new things after yeah. being in a career for a while. Um, you know, just getting out of that, out of your daily sort of um, tasks. I was like, this is amazing. I met really, really great friends who I'm still friends with today. And I basically just did three, three and a half years of business coaching with this um, man and, and the group. And I attended conferences and did weekly check-ins. And I basically learned everything on how to run a business. I learned about marketing, finances, systems team. Um, he, he was local. He was one, um, one block down from me. So he came to my business and helped me. And basically I just loved it. I just loved everything about it. By the time I finished up with him three and a half years later. So when I started with him, I had two rooms, a reception two, And so it was me full time in the business and one speechy. Yeah. When I finished up with him, I had a team of 12, including myself. I had six speech therapists working full-time in the business. I had two admins on the front desk. I had a practice manager and I had a virtual assistant in the Philippines. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just rapid, rapid growth. It was just insane. And I think I just loved it so much that I just was so um, passionate about business and passionate about putting, like I'd learn things and then I'd implement them straight away. And I just loved seeing how things worked with the marketing and um, connections in the community. And, and yeah, and I just loved it. And that was a real time of just learning for me. And I can see that this, this business coach and nothing that I've done has been Christian, but I can see that God was in it because God was training me on how to run a business and, and he provided me with the coach that I needed at that time. Time. Yeah. And basically I left, I decided to, you know, it was time to finish up with that coach. 
and I kind of um, started, it was a very big year personally as well. Like I was getting married, we got engaged, um, we went on and, and God provided, I was able to step out of my business and go away for six weeks to Canada um, and the business still Ooh, ran. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to go back. Um, I was out of the business for another month as we got married and went overseas and God provided that for me. I was able to do that and the business ran through all these foundational business coaching and systems that I put in place and we didn't run at a loss yeah. while I was away. And I think that was just uh, amazing testimony in itself that I was able to build the business and go away. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, but, but then on the flip side, once I came back and then when I started being back in the business and things, I have to say that I really started struggling under the weight of the business, the weight of the responsibility, the emotional side of it, managing people, managing everything. Yeah. Um, trying to do things in my natural ability, even though God was still there, but it wasn't a hundred percent. Um, I can, I like a, pause that. I don't even know what I'm saying. It wasn't a hundred percent a rely on God situation, a hundred percent all the time. And so I kind of, was getting to the point where it was really, really taxing. It was really emotionally draining. And I even had my first thought of, do I sell this business? Yeah. Because it got to that point. It got to that point. Yeah. And on the surface, everything looked really good. The business was running. We had, it wasn't like we were at a loss financially. We weren't at a loss with marketing projects were moving forward, but it was just a lot of responsibility. And I remember God saying to me really clearly, you've gone as far as your natural ability will allow you. And and he's like, I've given you a lot of natural ability, but now you need to learn that now to work with me in your natural ability and allow yourself to be stripped back to then rely on me. And I guess that's um, where you can sometimes in business, you, you, if you've got a, not a lot of natural ability, God will always provide for you. But at the end of the day, I learned God really just wants intimacy and a relationship with me. And he wants to transform my life so that I can transform others' lives. Yeah. That's not going to work in my natural ability. No. Nah. So basically I, um, I said to God, okay, you, you got like, you've, you've just got to help me. I I can't do this anymore. If you want to keep the business going, you've got to show me what to do. The Christian Women in Business podcast is sponsored by Performance PA, Virtual Business Assistant. Virtual PA lets you focus on what you do best in your business and you can let Performance PA take care of the rest. Yeah. And so he totally stripped me back. Totally. I went from having a team of 12 down to a team of five. Um. And in that, in, in itself, it was a painful process, but I didn't lose any business. I didn't lose reputation. Wow. I didn't lose financial sort of um, income or anything. So it, even when God struck wow. me back, yeah. it was like in love. It wasn't in a really negative way. Mm. Um, and I just was like, okay, I need to, that's, that's when I started to learn, okay, I need to put my business into a kingdom business mindset and a kingdom business sort of focus and allow God to mold it that way. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I've learned, you know, over the, um, I don't even know where we are in story, what time we are, but God was showing. It would have been about this time last year. Yeah. Yeah. Probably about 12 months. Yeah. 18 months. God just had to really show me and teach me, you know, it's not about hustling. It's not about grinding. It's not about slipping between my own ability and then going to God. It's just being completely one. And that even though I've got natural ability, there's no reason to hustle or grind through that. Mm. Um, And there's no reason for me to feel stressed in running a business. And so it's just been a lot of transformation of my mindsets and the way I think about things and then incorporating God practically into the business. 
But in, in that time, about 12 months ago, um, I had, I, I was in, um, I was sleeping and I had a, a vision or a picture of a, a clinic or a vision of what God wanted to do with the business. So I kind of, um, woke up and drew the, drew the clinic, drew the picture of what he'd given me. And, um, the vision or the sense that I got from him was that he wanted to speak about to be more of a community. So we have a lot of mothers that come in, a lot of children, and it wasn't just about helping a child learn through speech therapy. It was about helping a family, you know, providing a safe space for a family to come, providing a safe space for a child to come who may have anxiety and being able to kind of break through that anxiety to help them learn. Um, It was about like God's a God of like collaboration. So working with other people to bring out the best in children and the best in families. So I kind of got that vision. I, I drew what he had showed me in the picture and it was kind of a bit of an expansion. So at that time I was a little bit, scared or hesitant because I was like, I've already had a massive expansion. I've stripped back down. I'm really quite comfortable where I am now. <laughs> and, exactly. <laughs> be, be warned of the compliment. <laughs> but I, I wrote it and I just like kind of went back to sleep and that was it. And I actually forgot about it. And then when I, this year in April, my lease for where I had been was, was coming up to an end. And they were either saying, you know, you can renew it or you can move. And I um, had just found out I was pregnant at the time. So <laughs> right now doing the podcast, I am, I've got two months to go, but when you release it, I may have had the baby. <laughs> so we'll see when this comes, will come. I was pregnant. I was thinking, oh, I don't really want to move, you know. Um, and I, and same thing, I just said to God, if you've got to make the way, if you want us to stay, we will stay. If you want us to move, you provide a space for us to move. Yeah. Um, and that was it. I didn't look at properties. I didn't look at anything. I just kept doing what I was doing. And I got a phone call on the way to work from a random friend who, you know, just is random. And they said to me, oh, I saw this property a couple of streets over. You should look at it for your business. I think it would be great. And I thought, oh, okay, God, I'm learning. I've learned now over the years to listen to the prompts. I said, okay. So I just, I drove there and I sort of checked it out and I spoke to the landlord and the real estate agent. And basically it was three vacant shops. And I thought, oh, okay. Um, if, it's, if it's what you want, God then you have to give me the finances for it because basically it was triple the space of what we were in, what we what were in. And I said, you've just got to make it the right timing and things because I'm having a, I'm having a baby. Obviously, you know, you know, know, it's it's a big thing to move. It's a really big thing. And so then in my prayer time, I felt God say to me, remember that picture. And I was like, what picture? And I went back into my journal and I looked at the picture and it was exactly, exactly what this new clinic or this uh, building was. And I was like, oh, okay, green light. That's <laughs> it, it even had down to like God had given me a lot of detail in it. So it had, you know, um, a nice grass area out the front for parents to, to stop with their children. It had a, um, a park. Um, because that's where parents like to take their children to play. It had an oval for us to run different programs at. It had six speech therapy rooms. It had um, a space, like a really nice um, admin sort of space. It had a really nice reception. And this premises was exactly that. It is exactly that. It it has a park. It has all the room. It's triple the size. It's just amazing. So basically that I was like, okay, this is, this is the right, this is the right place. However, in that I'm thinking, God, this is triple the size of my current space. How, how can I afford this? How, how can, um, how can the business finances support this? 
anyway, so, but I kind of just walked in faith and I was like, all right, God, I'm going to start making the plans because you're, you're going to come through because this is the premises that you've given me. You've already shown me in a vision 12 months ago that this is the place you've now given it to me. And I thought, okay, so I did negotiations with them and they basically said, we will give you the space for the same rent as what I'm paying at the moment, which I was like, wow. Okay. Thank you, God. That's amazing. Um, so I basically got, um, have built a brand new clinic, triple the space and it's the same amount of rent as what I was paying before. In that though, I had to build a new clinic. So it was basically just outside walls and we had to build everything. I've I've never done a building project before. <laughs> I know nothing. You probably, you would know a lot. Yeah. I just, I, I did not know anything about building or whatnot. So the landlord was really, really helpful. And I remember God saying to me, the landlord that I'm giving you is not a mistake. The landlord yeah. that you have is there for a reason. And he um, really helped me understand the building process. And I, had to learn to trust God because I was like, obviously he may take advantage of me um, because I, it's his property. But I just really felt God say, no, that this property is not a mistake. The landlord's not a mistake. The real estate's not a mistake. Like everything is meant to help you. Um, So I had to do this fit out. And again, I was saying to God, I don't have a a spare 150K to 200K lying around. Where is the money going to come from for this fit out? So I just kept praying about the money and I um, was talking to banks and brokers, just seeing if we could get a loan. And basically I just kept getting knocked back, knocked back, knocked back every single time. And it kind of got to the point where it was the Friday, um, Friday afternoon, night, and I had builders starting on Monday and I had no finance for the fit out. <laughs> and <laughs> being a, I guess, entrepreneur, you're a bit of a risk taker. So I probably had left it very quiet. Like, <laughs> but I just was like, okay, God, um, I'm getting worried. I'm getting really worried. I don't have the money for this new clinic that you have given me. And the builders are starting on Monday and I don't know how to pay them. So I just felt God say, call the real estate agent and just be honest with them. Just be honest and explain that you don't have the money. <clears throat> so I said, oh, okay, I'll do that. It was about 6.30 on a Friday night. So I'm thinking she's not going to pick up. She's going to be like out of work and going her Friday. Anyway, she picked up, we had a long conversation and I, I just basically said what God told me to say. I want to be honest with you. I, I don't have the money for this. And I've been really trying um, with banks and things, but I, I, you know, if you, if you don't want to take the risk with me, that that's fine. Like we'll just part ways. Anyway, so she was, she was really understanding and she just said, okay, no worries. Like, thanks for letting me know. Um, I'll just have a think about it and chat to the landlord and we'll get back to you. Um, at about 8.30 on Friday night, she called me. So I'm thinking, oh, gosh. gosh. <laughs> um, and she basically just said, so I've chatted to the landlord and he's prepared to pay for the whole fit out. He's prepared to give you the money. He's also prepared to charge you barely any interest on it which I would never have got with a bank. <laughs> and he's also prepared to let you pay it back as you need in your own time. <laughs> I was just like, oh, <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised by now at God, but I keep getting surprised. Of course. Let him surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. just felt God wanted, like God saying to me, see, that's, that's what I can do for you. Like I'm not a God that's limited. I'm not a God. I'm a God of the impossible. Yeah. Don't ever limit me and um, don't ever limit what I can do for you. I was just like, and don't ever limit my time either. You know, I don't work on your time. I don't work on, you know, weekends and weekdays. I'll I'll work when I work. (laughs) And it was basically God keeping, like keeping, sorry, it was God reaffirming me in that he's always going to provide and he's just a God of provision. And that's, that's his nature. And basically the, the clinic, we built this new clinic in about 
for, I don't know, two months. It was very (laughs) crazy. But the whole way through the process, I just kept saying to God, what's the next step? What's the next step? What's the next step? Um, I'm not going to get overwhelmed by this. I'm not going to be stressed about this because this is you. And you have shown me with the financials that you will take care of everything. So you take care of it now and I'll just, I will work together. Yeah. What we need to do. And so basically now we have um, the brand new clinic, like I said, but I've been able to get music therapy in to help the children. Um, We have occupational therapists that are in our building. We have a preschool next door and it's really just starting to come together into that vision that God gave me. And I guess his plan for speak about and his plan for what he wants the business to be um, and what he, what his purpose is. I'm still figuring it out. I'm okay with that, (laughs) but I'm still learning that it's bigger than me and it's bigger than what he's called the business well, what I thought the business was called to be. Yeah. And um, in February this year at the conference, that was in February, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So February 2019. <laughs> yes. And we're sorry. about to go into conference 2020. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I'm upset that I can't attend this year. Yeah. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we've got. So originally I was thinking about inviting Emily to share the story and then uh, at the conference, but because pubs was June. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know what life's going to look like. like so yeah. it's so good we thought, that I can do it before. <laughs> yeah, let's get you on the podcast and share it on the podcast instead. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, at the conference in February, it was great. It was amazing. And we had a time at the end where we had a bit of reflection and prayer. And I felt God speaking to me saying, um, I want you to work. I want you to do something internationally and I want you to do some charity work and help children overseas. And I just, I really, I wrote that down and I said to God, okay, well, how does that look like? What does that look like? <laughs> and once again, if you want me to do it, you for me. <laughs> and then, so, um, during the lunch break, I then sat next to Susanna. Um, and she is a wonderful lady. Yeah, and she's gorgeous. Yeah. And so we got chatting and she owns, um, her and her husband and her family, they have preschools around the area. So naturally our services go together. Um, they're working with children and she basically just said to me, Oh, I, I um, have a charity, a preschool that we run in Bali. And I, you know what? It's really bad. But my thought was, oh, I've always said to myself, I would never go to Bali. I, I love traveling. I, I have traveled so much. I've been to every country in Asia, but I have always said I would never go to Bali ever. And I don't know why. I was just like, I, I won't go. Anyway, so she said to me, um, I think you should come to Bali with me on my next trip. So this was in February and she was going in March, the month after. And I said to her, oh, no, I don't think so. Not really interested. (laughs) Like it sounds amazing what you're doing, but I don't have any desire to go to Bali. Anyway, she then, sorry, this was before the prayer time. This was before, this was at lunchtime. Yeah. And we came back in and we had the prayer time and I felt God saying to me, do something international, do something charity. And then after the prayer time, I went up and spoke to her and I said, oh, I felt like this is what God's saying to me. I'm just going to still pray about it, um, but can you give me some more details? And so she filled me in on what they do. And I said to her, okay, I'll, I'll just, you know, sit on it and, and I'll let you know kind of thing if I, if I want to come with you in March. So then I was, at the time I was a part of another business group. That's okay. You're <laughs> pregnant. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> um, I was a part of another business group, again, a non-Christian group, but they were helping me um, with online um, e-commerce things. Yeah. And so I went to a conference for that. And at lunchtime, I was chatting to one of the ladies and she said to me, just turned around in conversation and said, you know what I think you need to do? I think you need to go to Bali. I was like, oh, why would you say that? And she's like, oh, I think it would really help you with your work and what you're doing. And I was like, oh, 
Okay. All right, God. Ah. Maybe I'll go to Bali. <laughs> Maybe I'll go to Bali. And it was just random, like just things like confirmations like that. Yeah. And it, that doesn't happen normally in no. life. And so, um, I said to Susanna, I would go to Bali with her. So I went to Bali in March and we worked together and we really just now, um, we've come back to Australia and we're trying to work together in Australia. So, um, I'm working with them on the central coast, which is where a lot of their schools are. And so in that God's growing the, my the business, um, and trying to, I guess now with kingdom focus, grow the business again, um, in what he, in his plan, yeah. but also then grow the business internationally as well. Um, helping, um, children and like their preschool and working with Bali life, over in Bali. So basically that brings us to where we are at the moment, (laughs) which is um, like lots of different projects happening and things, but I'm about to have a baby. So God is also showing me now of how that will look. Cause you know, often some, I think women think, okay, obviously a lot of women have children and they run businesses and for me, I was kind of thinking it was one or the other. Yeah. I was thinking, okay, I'm going to have to give up my business or I'm going to have to really stop um, with having the baby. But God's been showing me, no, there's a bigger plan here. There's a bigger plan. And I <laughs> don't know what that's going to look like, but I feel that the business or um, what God wants to do will still move forward. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's such an incredible story and one of the reasons why I wanted to get Emily um on the podcast show is so our theme for the conference next year is supernatural business and what Emily's story describes is supernatural business in happening like this is what it is it's you completely surrendering it is having that childlike faith and it is surrendering and just going okay god step by step, just going to keep trusting you. And like you said, is a God of provision and it will happen and it will happen in the most unexpected ways. And that's supernatural business in a nutshell. You know, you can't describe that. You can only tell stories and this story that God's taking you on with your business completely and utterly just shows what supernatural business is and how it works and how by coming to a conference, by coming to a Christian conference and then going to a non-Christian conference, God still used both. So he, you had, I was sat on the table with Emily and Susanna when they were having the conversation about Bali going, oh, something's happening here. And just like, <laughs> like I, I just, I, I'm the same as you with CWIB. I say yes to God. I do the thing, but he, it's his. And I just say, you do what you need to God. And I'm just here to organize the things on the earth. And so he was able to set up that meeting with you guys then. And then at a non-Christian conference, he was then able to speak to you even more so. So um, it gives an example of working in a Christian community, in a non-Christian community, and that basically God will work how he wants to work. Like you said, he doesn't work on Fridays or on the weekends or whatever. (laughs) It's when God wants to work. And he will... He will pull the resources together. He'll guide you. He'll put the people in place that uh, he needs, that he knows are going to help you keep de- developing where you're going. And um, it's just such an amazing example of supernatural business in action. So um, Emily has told us her side of the story. Susanna isn't pregnant, so she <laughs> is going to be at conference. So she's actually going to be sharing um, a little bit about what they do and also the other side of the testimony of uh, what came out of you guys talking um, on on that day too. Yeah. It's just so inspiring. And Emily, so Emily comes to our uh, business social meetups in Sydney and it's like every time Emily comes, <laughs> I cannot wait to hear <laughs> what God has done next and what's been happening next because um it's just so amazing and so inspiring and um yeah it's such a like I said it's such a privilege to just be with you on this journey and just hearing what God's doing and now you're entering like motherhood it's like like you said it's not going to be business or the baby it's going to be okay what's next in this season yeah. um, 
um, <coughs> excuse me, what is God going to do? And, and it's all for his glory. And all these stories yeah. that we get um, are so important because these are the stories that we can tell people that shine God's light. Like yeah. these are the, the reasons why, why we have CWIB and why we want to encourage people to, to step out like Emily's done and, and uh, work in their businesses in that, that kingdom way. Um, because you're growing your, obviously you're growing your faith as well, but that is working in the supernatural business. That's why we have CDYBs to encourage people to keep doing this and keep getting into God and making him the center and, and having the courage to let go and let him do his thing. So you can have those testimonies and share that glory. And it's just amazing. So well done for stepping out in faith and <laughs> <laughs> the one step at a time and one step at a time yeah it's just yeah. so encouraging and um it's just it's just great and I can't wait to hopefully maybe get you on the podcast in a year's time and go okay <laughs> <laughs> what happened next what crazy journey has God got me on now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah to be continued we shall say well we might wrap Thanks up so the much. podcast there um, it's just been an amazing, um, an amazing testimony listeners. I so hope that I'm going to call this a Christmas special because it is Christmas <laughs> special. Um, it's showing God, it's showing his glory. And it's just, it's just so amazing to, to walk with women like yourself and seeing what God's doing. It's great. So ladies, if you're listening, I hope it's inspired you. Um, I hope it inspires you for a year ahead as we step into 2020 um, to just take those steps to trust in God and know that he'll provide. Um, and, and that's his will is, is to bring glory. So that's cool cool well thanks so much emily <laughs> thank you where can people find your business share with us your website um so i've got my website speakaboutspeech.com or i've got we've got our facebook page or our instagram or i've got my personal facebook or personal instagram so if you want to connect yeah yeah more than happy to chat Awesome. Cool. Well, you are listening to Christian Women in Business or you're watching Christian Women in Business show. It's so great to have you here today. Um, have a wonderful Christmas with your family and we'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.